0: Amen and Merry Christmas. Okay, one more time. We're we're getting there. They're clapping, Mark. They're doing better. Let's do it one more time. Merry Christmas. Christmas. So good. So good. You you, uh, fought the weather, you fought the roads, and you made it. God bless you. Some of you still have the Viking game on in your ears. That's fine. God bless you. We're glad you're here. Hey, I'd like to paint a picture for you, if you can imagine. Tomorrow being Christmas Day, and how exciting Christmas Day is, I want you to imagine that under the tree is the gift you've been waiting for. Oh, it's that gift, and you know that it's that gift, and you're so excited. People got together, and they were willing to pay everything to get you that gift. And you are so sure that it's under that tree, and it's Christmas morning. And you wake up, and you go downstairs... And everyone else comes, and it's time, and they say, here is your gift. And you say, I've waited this long. I'll, I'll just wait a little bit longer. Wouldn't that be ridiculous? Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, who does that? I want to suggest everyone. Maybe not on Christmas, but oftentimes the best gift that has been offered, we often don't receive. Uh, I'll wait. I, I need to wait a little bit longer. I'm not as confident that I'm ready for this gift yet. It happens to all of us. I want to talk today a little bit about gifts. In fact, is I was thinking, where does this even come from, that we give gifts on Christmas? Well, it may be intuitive to many of you that we give gifts on Christmas because the wise men gave gifts to Jesus, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And that Jesus uh, received those gifts, and in a way, we give gifts symbolically to Jesus by giving gifts to others, but ultimately, uh, we, we are giving gifts to people because we're saying that just like Jesus came in the image of his Father, the image of his Father, we too believe that those around us are image bearers and worth A gift that reminds us of the creator, the one who loves us, who cares for us, who is calling us to himself. And we give gifts remembering that, but only because a gift has been given to us. And that's what we're going to talk about in our time together. This gift, why we celebrate Christmas is because of this gift, this gift of Christ. And there's going to be a challenge a little bit later to receive that gift. However, throughout our time, I have some guests, some, some very special guests, some guests that were also created in the image of God who are going to be reading some scripture, who are going to be reminding us of some main points that we're going through. And so, in just a few moments, I'll be inviting them up, and I want to encourage you to give them your whole attention, and when they're finished, to give them a hand, because it takes a lot of bravery to come up here, and uh, we want to bless those that, that do so. With that in mind, would you join me in prayer? Lord God, we do love you, and we are so thankful for the gift that you have given for the fact that you have created us in your image. And even as we consider this series in Luke, the unexpected expected, we we recognize that you came in ways, you presented yourself in ways that we just frankly didn't expect. And so we ask that you would be glorified. We ask that you would be honored. And, and I would pray today that if there's anyone within the, the, the hearing of my voice that hasn't received the gift, that today would be the day that they would receive the gift that is you. And That, Lord, today they would recognize that they actually have been created in your image and that this special time of year is a special time that you have uniquely allowed for that we as a world can remember and celebrate you. We trust you for this, and it's in Jesus Christ precious and holy, holy, holy name we pray. Amen. Uh, some of you brought your Bibles. That's great. Uh- We are in Luke chapter 2. We will not be having the verses up on the screen, but we will be having the main points. In fact, we're going to go through three eternally important points today as we look at Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. And with that in mind, I'm going to invite my first guest to come on up. His name is Owen, and Owen is going to read to us Luke chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Owen, take it away, young man.
1: In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria.
0: Thank you very much, Owen. Great job, buddy. You try to say Quirinius. That's tricky. Uh, Great job. Great job. Well, we are reminded that this points us to the fact, this first point, that we celebrate Christmas because Jesus saves people from sins. And you might be saying, well, how, how does that work? Where do we see this in the passage? And that's a fair question. It's actually a really good question. The first name that we see is Augustus Caesar. Augustus Caesar was, a, a, well, he was a mess, to say it very nicely. He received He inherited the kingdom, actually a third of the kingdom, from his uncle Julius. Julius Caesar uh, offered him a third of the kingdom, but that wasn't enough for young Augustus. And young Augustus decided that he wanted to partner with one of the other three uh, emperors and take control of the kingdom. After he did that, he also deceived Marcus Antony, and became the sole ruler of Rome. He was a mess of a person. Uh, Fact is, uh, he changed his name from Gaius Octavius to Augustus because he liked the name, the illustrious one, the great light. This is a phrase that was designated for deity, But Augustus, Gaius, took it for himself, thinking himself to be equal with God's. And yet we look at Augustus and we may say, yeah, he was a terrible person, a mess of a person. But let's be honest. We all suffer from this very issue, the very issue of sin. You may be thinking to yourself, not me, not like that. That guy was a tyrant, awful Willing to kill for his own sake. Well, let's talk. Uh, Ray Comfort is an apologist. He uh, shares the gospel. He's got his own YouTube channel. Perhaps you've seen some of his stuff. And one of the things he does that is one of my favorite things, he'll say, Do you believe you're a good person? And they'll say, Well, yeah, of course, I believe I'm a good person. He says, Oh. Well, yep, you seem like a good person. Have you ever lied without fail? Yep, I've lied. Oh, okay. Well, uh, have you ever lusted after anybody? They say, well, yeah, yeah, I I have. And he goes, oh, well, the Bible says that, that lusting after someone is the same thing as adultery. Let me ask this. Have you ever said something bad about someone? Have you ever gossiped? Have you ever told a story outside of school? Have you ever been mean-spirited towards someone else? Well, well, yeah. Oh, well, the Bible calls that murder. And then he says, So you just told me you're a good person, yet you said that you are a lying, adulterous murderer. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good person. And that's why this is good news. We celebrate Christmas during this time of year because Jesus saves people from their sin. And we've all been infected with this sin. All of us. I have, you have. This issue of sin plagues us, but Jesus came as a gift to offer us something that we couldn't do ourselves. And so, as a response We give back to the Lord. We respond to the Lord, though the wise men gave gifts. What will we give? I'm going to ask my friends to come up at this time. Uh, I believe it's Owen and Ellie. Yep. Yep. Come on up. They're going to offer a gift and remind us of our main point.
1: celebrate Christmas because Jesus saves people from their sins.
0: That's right. Amen. Thank you. That's exactly right. Jesus saves people from their sins. I've sinned. You've sinned. We've all sinned we celebrate this God who came in the flesh, the worship team's going to come forward. And as they come forward, we're going to sing O Holy Night. And and I want to draw our attention to a few lines from O Holy Night. Here's some of the lyrics. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. We have all been infected and affected by sin. And yet with the presence of God in the flesh, we rejoice. Our souls are stirred and we look forward to the one who came to save us. Amen. You may be seated. The first two verses of Luke reminded us that we celebrate Christ because Jesus saves people from their sins. But verses 3 through 5 take us in a little bit different direction. We celebrate Jesus. We celebrate Christmas, rather, because Jesus keeps all his promises. I'm going to ask Owen to come on back up and read that passage for us. Verses 3 through 5.
1: And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child.
0: Excellent job, Owen. Good job, buddy. Excellent. Excellent. God made promises about the birth of Jesus hundreds of years before it happened. Things that were identified in Isaiah and Micah and Jeremiah and other places throughout the scriptures. Where a promise was being stated and that would later be fulfilled. We can put our trust in the Lord and the gift that he offers because we know that we know that he will always fulfill his promises. For example, 700 years before Christ, Isaiah wrote this in Isaiah 7.14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. 700 years before the event is a prophecy. And God is careful and specific and fulfills that prophecy in his coming as Jesus. Through the prophet Micah, God promises that the Messiah is going to be born in an unimportant town. Micah 5.2 says this way, But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come to... For me, one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. And Jesus comes to fulfill that prophecy. We also recognize that Jesus is supposed to come from the line of Abraham. Jeremiah twenty-three, five and six says, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up to raise up to David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely. And do what is just and right in the land. In the days Judah will be saved. In his days Judah will be saved. And Israel will live in safety. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord our righteousness. We recognize that throughout the Old Testament. There were promises given. Prophecies that were extended. That are fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Answers, he keeps his promises. If that is true in the Old Testament, do you think it is true in the New Testament? Is it still true today? Well, let's look at a few of these promises. In Acts chapter 10, verse 43, about him, all the prophets testify that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. In other words, can we trust that Jesus can forgive us of our sins, even the ones that we identified earlier, lying, adultery, murder. Can Jesus forgive those? Absolutely. Just like we could trust that the virgin would be with a child, just like we could trust that the Messiah would come through Bethlehem, just like we could trust that that this this Messiah would come from the line of Abraham, uh, a righteous branch of David, we... We can trust that he will forgive sins. Romans 5:1 says it this way, "Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Can we trust that promise? A hundred percent, we can trust that promise. John says it this way in John chapter one, verse 12, "But to all who received him, To those who believe in his name, he has given the right to become children of God. Despite where you grew up, despite what you have done, despite the life that you have lived up till this point, can we trust that God is willing to receive us if we call on his name? Can we trust that he adopts us as his child? The answer is 100%. Absolutely, we can trust him. Eternal life comes through Jesus. He is the gift. John 3.36 says, The one who believes in the Son has eternal life. The one who rejects the Son will not see life, but God's wrath remains on him. Can we trust that eternal life comes through Jesus Christ? 100%. Just like we could trust the Old Testament prophecies that were fulfilled in Jesus, we can trust the promises that have been given to us in the New Testament. We can trust. I'm going to ask my friends to come back up as they present a gift and remind us why we celebrate Christmas today.
1: We celebrate Christmas because Jesus keeps all his promises.
0: That's right. Great job, Charlie. Great job. That's absolutely right. In just a moment, we're going to sing a song, Come Thou Long-Expected Jesus. It's a song you may not be as familiar with, but a song worth singing and a song worth remembering. As the worship team comes again, I'd like to share with you uh, a few lines from that song. Come Thou Long-Expected Jesus, Born to set Thy people free, From our fears and sins, release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art. Dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. The challenge for us today in receiving this gift is recognizing that Jesus will indeed fulfill all of his promises and we can trust him. Would you stand with me as we sing, Come Thou Long-Expected Jesus? Well, we celebrate Christmas because Jesus saves people from their sins for sure. We celebrate Christmas because Jesus keeps all his promises. And also, we celebrate Christmas because Jesus saves anyone who has faith in him. I'm going to ask Edwin to come at this time and read for us. And as, as he comes, let's remember this gift that has been given to us. Thank you, Edwin.
1: And while, and while they were there, the time came for her to give birth and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger Because there was no place for them in the inn.
0: Great job, buddy. Thank you. We celebrate Christmas because Jesus saves everyone who has faith in him. Everyone. That's the beauty of this Christ. That's the wonder of who he is. The amazing gift that has been extended to us. As we said earlier, to all who would receive him, those who believe in his name, he has given the right to become children of God. A gift has been given. The Bible says it this way uh, in Romans chapter 3 verse 23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You have and I have. We recognize that this separation from God is a separation that, does, that Jesus came to fix for us. That we don't have to be separated. That we can be connected. That we can walk with him and in him and celebrate the way God intended us to. Romans 6.23 says it this way. The wages of sin is death. So, as we sin, we get paid in death. Now, it's not the death of not breathing. That's, that's uh, uh, part of the curse. That's a separate situation. But this death that is being spoken of is the separation of God. That we're not in his presence. That's what we get paid every time we sin. And it's a choice that we make. But that passage goes on to say, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. We celebrate Christmas because Jesus saves anyone who has faith in him. I'm going to ask my friends to come up at this time, Edwin and Haley, and present the gift and remind us.
1: We celebrate Christmas because Jesus saves anyone who has faith in him.
0: That's absolutely right. Jesus saves anyone. Anyone can be saved. And that's the beauty and the majesty of this season. That we remember the God who came in the flesh, who was willing to go to the cross for your sins and my sins. That he's willing to give life to anybody who would call on him. As I said earlier, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Earlier I gave an illustration. The illustration was Christmas morning and the best gift under the tree. But yet, on Christmas morning, we decide to wait. And we recognize how ridiculous that illustration is, that that would never happen in our context. But spiritually, all of us have been guilty at one time or another of doing that very same thing. So today is the day. In the back corner of the worship center, Uh, I'll be back there. Pastor Art will be back there. And for anyone who would like to know more about this gift, if you've never received Jesus as your Savior, today is your day. We want to have a conversation with you. In just a moment, the worship team is going to come up. And as they come up, we're going to sing uh, verse 4 as we prepare our hearts uh, for the lighting of the candles. Verse 4 is maybe not as familiar. It says, silent night this way. Silent night, holy night. Here at last, healing light. From the heavenly kingdom sent abundant grace for our intent. Jesus, salvation for all. Jesus, salvation for all. It's a great reminder that this gift is for all of us. Just as we have practiced giving gifts to others who are created in the image of God, we need to be sure that we have received the ultimate gift of salvation in Christ Jesus, the whole reason that he came and the reason we celebrate. If you want to have more information regarding that, if you want to spend some time to affirm or confirm your salvation at the end of the service, Pastor Art and I will be in the back corner and we would love to talk to you about that. Consider as we sing this song together.
1: My microphone. there we go. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Pastor Jason and this is my um, first Christmas Eve here at Friendship Church and I'm so excited to be a part of this um, candlelight service. The candle serves as such a great representation of the gift that Pastor Kenny just shared with us, the gift of Christ, the the gift of, of light that allows us to see our need for a Savior, the gift of light that sometimes can be uncomfortable when that light reveals that sin and ugliness and death in us. But it is a gift because while it is uncomfortable for the moment, when we receive that light, we receive the salvation Uh, That is ours. That is a free gift from God. And so I love this image of the candle. And I love that we get to participate in that together. And even the very act of what we're about to do, uh, where the ushers will come forward and The light will be given to them. And as they receive the light, as we receive the light of Christ, we go and we give that to others. We share the light of Christ with the world. And so that's how this candle lighting is going to work uh, this evening. The ushers will come forward, and, and each of them will light their candles off of mine. And help me not burn this place down, please, by tuning in here. If your candle is not lit, you will be the one turning your candle to light it off of the lit candle. If your candle is lit, hold it. They'll come to you, okay? The the, the person next to you, once the usher lights your candle, the person next to you will come to you, hold yours, and so forth, right? We're not burning this place down, right? We're good? Fantastic. At this point, I'd love to invite the ushers forward um, and and the worship team is going to lead us through the singing of silent night and I just encourage you to enjoy this moment uh, of, of sharing in the gift of Christ together well I'm so happy to have shared with that in you with you all this this time I'll invite you to blow those candles out just to make sure we're safe here. And as we close, I just wanted to reiterate, as Pastor Kenny had shared, if this is the first time that you have decided, I want that gift, I need salvation, and I know I can find it in Christ Jesus. Pastor Kenny, back in the corner over there, Pastor Art would love to talk with you about that and to to share with you in that. And so so they're available right here, right after the service. For those of you who have already received that gift um, and you're needing a next step of faith we do have our Bible reading plans uh, for the next year that will be available right in the lobby there, uh, wherever it is that you drop your candles off. Um, and so right here after the service, um, you can head out to the lobby. Um, if, if you need to, stop over with Pastor Kenny, Pastor Art. If not, to the lobby, drop those candles off where you got them. There will also be cookies there. Um, and the scripture reading plans as well. So that's going to be available for you on your way out as well. Um, if you have the, your connect cards or offering, you can drop those in the uh, buckets as well on your way out. That's there for you too. We're so thankful that you came this evening. Um, it was great to see all of you and celebrate Christ's birth together. And I would just love right before we leave to pray a blessing Uh, Over us. So receive this. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord be gracious to you. And make his presence abundantly known to you. Would the Lord bless you and grant you peace. Go in the peace of Jesus Christ.